Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What, the podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek and marked safe another day from the coronavirus, which, wow, people are not taking the coronavirus well, which um, there is a lot to say about. Like, one, that that's great that we're a little bit more worried about people's health, but it's obviously um, very selfish because, you know, you don't want to get yourself sick. But um, have we just reminded ourselves that we are just a bunch of assholes here in America? I've heard so many stories about how rude people are being to anyone of Asian descent because they think they have coronavirus. Like, you guys, go fuck yourselves. Like, I don't. Can you just calm down? Like, I just I can't handle people. Anybody can get the coronavirus, by the way. Anyone can go visit China at any point in time and get the coronavirus, which, by the way, I was like, Jimmy, I swear to God, if you get the coronavirus and I die because because you went somewhere that I hate you going to. And it's not that I hate China, by the way. It's just that, like, I don't like when he's that far away from me because I'm so needy. Like, I'm going to be so annoyed. So everybody is just being really extra in case you missed it. Everyone on the news is like, hey, stop buying masks. We can't like we're running out of masks and people like actually need them. So stop buying them. I'm hearing that Costco is like selling out of everything because they think that everyone's going to be quarantined. Look, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. We might end up being quarantined. But does anybody else think that we're like, overreacting just a little bit like this like this is what people are freaking out so bad about like you know there are other diseases out there that we could put more effort into caring about I don't know I am just so over hearing about it I feel bad for everyone that's like dying and I feel like we're being kind of insensitive you know people are dying and we're like oh my god me and it's just like okay but how about we like you know, honor those who have passed away. Like those people's families are like sad, you know, I don't know. It's just a lot. And then everybody keeps saying, you know, oh, if you are in, um, you know, good health, if you have a strong immune system and you're not like super old, you should be fine. Right. So like here I am, no immune system, not worried at all. But everybody else around me is like flipping the fuck out. It's like, can we just stop if we're going to die of coronavirus, do you really want to spend your last days freaking out about the coronavirus? You know, just wash your hands and cough in your shoulder like a fucking normal person. You'll be fine. Watch watch me get coronavirus because I talk shit. One of my favorite things that's happening right now because of this, which is my big <laughs> I'm sorry, what is that the sales of Corona, the beer have dropped like significantly because people are associating the coronavirus to the corona beer, which I was talking to my boss about this. And I was like, who picked the name? Like, I think it was someone who is a Budweiser fan. I think Budweiser was secretly in on it. They heard this disease and like, psst, psst, let's just name it the coronavirus. It's good. Yeah, coronavirus sounds good. I'm sure there's some medical reason. Some doctors like yelling at me while listening to me in their car, which if you're a doctor and you're listening to me, thank you. Wow. Love that for me. Um, what kind of doctor are you? I need lots, so please slide in the DMs. Um, <laughs> that's uh, you know, GI, rheumatologist, general doctor, therapist, 
obviously she needs a therapist hot mess over here um yeah i i just i just think it's so funny that that people just hear one thing and they freak out about it that is in it just insanity to me so i'm sorry what everyone stop buying masks unless you're actually sick and start drinking Corona beer because like you're good to go. I also saw someone who posted and they're like drinking Corona and they're like, you know, another day without the coronavirus, which I know I just made that joke. But I, I just there's a part of me that's just like, is this too insensitive? There are human beings out there who are actually getting this and like getting sick and dying. And we're so worried about an, a basic apocalypse instead of just relaxing, calming down and honoring those who like died, you know? And also, don't be racist. It's not that hard. <laughs> so uh, besides the coronavirus, I just feel like I am the conductor of the Hot Mess Express. Like, I literally broke a hanger today just grabbing a sweatshirt. Like, I was just grabbing a sweatshirt off the hanger and I completely broke a hanger. Like, one of my good velvet ones, too. And, you know, I only have so many good velvet ones and a lot of, like, shitty plastic ones that don't hold up my clothes. And why my sweatshirt was even on the good one, I don't understand because they don't slip off. But I just completely snapped it in half. And I feel like, I don't know. I've just been a mess. I'm terrified of March, if I'm just keeping it 100. March is going to be a very insane month wine tasting and a baby shower this weekend um like coming like this yeah by the time this comes out this weekend um next weekend is Jillian's bachelorette party no one's freaking out I just I just in my head I kept thinking I had another month you know I was like it's February like pre-March and then March I don't know I just thought I had another 30 days after that I'm officiating a wedding which I'm super excited about um went to the venue today got a little nervous but um very excited nonetheless and then the weekend after that uh my mom and my sister and I are heading down to Southern California so it's just gonna be like this crazy month and I'm already it's I'm excited for every event that I'm doing every weekend I just am a little bit already excited for April. <laughs> I just I always feel bad if I have to take off time, like I take off three days this month. That's just like a lot of time to take off, especially we have just a little two person marketing team. I don't want to leave. And I don't know. Speaking of work, you guys, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. I'm pretty sure I'm not, but I'm going to anyways. So yikes. Um, We did this purpose training at work, which I was like, wow, I've never worked for a company that like wanted to know my purpose or cared. And that's not to anyone's fault. I've actually had historically very great bosses. I feel like I got like pretty lucky, you know, Val was amazing. K-Duck, Dre was amazing. Like I just got very lucky on the boss front. Um, And and I would say the same right now. Love my boss, Marina. But um, I've never been through a purpose training and they had this guy come out and talk about it. And like, I obviously can't get into details, but like I've been pretty unhappy at work. There's just some some variables that I'm not into. And I feel like I have just been such an asshole. Like I started at work. I think the new VP was I walked in his office one day. He's like, oh, my most smiley worker. And I was like, oh, my God. I would love to be that. But I've just been a rabid fucking bitch lately, like off the chains, snarky comments in meetings, which I always have done. But like it was a little bit more funny. Now I'm just like, I hate it. I hate everybody. Um, I don't hate everybody. That's not true. But I just like I've been so angry.
angry. So then we're doing this purpose training. They're like, what's on everyone's mind? And you know how sometimes um, I word vomit a lot. Uh, that's probably the I probably should have named this podcast word vomit. Um, now I'm regretting that I didn't do that. But I word vomited that I come to work every day trying to be happy somewhere in my day I get sad and then I go home and sad I'm go home and I'm sad and sometimes I cry at night and I'm like absolutely miserable yeah I said this in front of my bosses all my coworkers, and the VP like who I'm sorry what 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 Ashley like why did you think it was a good idea to go tell everyone you're miserable Because now if someone needs to get fired, they're like, we'll just can the one who's miserable already. Like, what what was I thinking? I couldn't even form sentences. It's much like when I'm on this podcast and I get passionate about something and then I just start spewing off words that don't aren't real words. And I I just totally like snapped, I guess. And I just could not believe that I went ahead and, and told everybody that I was miserable at work, which I feel Now, when I went back to work, I felt very uncomfortable. My anxiety is at like a 12 on a scale of one to 10 now because I'm like, everybody knows that I'm a hot emotional mess, which like some people already knew that, but like not everybody knew that. And I was really like our VPs knew, just wanted to make a good impression. What did I do? Uh, My one compliment from him was that I was always happy and I went ahead and told him that I was fucking miserable. Like, great. And and I know some people might be like, that's good. Maybe things will change. I don't know. Maybe they will. But like, I just feel like I shouldn't have laid it on so thick. Everyone was th- people were getting emotional, but no one was just like, yeah, fuck this shit. Like I was, you know, like somebody come get her. She's going to get fired. Like, oh, my God. Anyways, so um. That happened on Thursday. Not a lot of people are in the office on Friday. Like everyone's going to be back on Monday. And I don't know. I just have to go around business as usual, knowing that everybody knows how um, emotional I am. Like uh, the hot mess express has just a strong passenger of one. So I don't know if someone ever asks you in a meeting, like how you're feeling, you can just say fine. I think fine's an appropriate answer. You don't have to go like full blown psychopath as I did. <laughs> I also um, I, I've been debating talking about this on my podcast because I feel really bad about it. But I also think it's just a very good lesson slash kind of co- comedic thing. Not going to call my friend out, but um. There was a wedding that I thought I was going to be in only because the bride had told me a few times like, oh, you'll be in it. You'll be in it. You'll be in it, which I always take with a grain of salt no matter what, especially if like one people are drinking. Like I know I've invited so many people to be in my wedding party, even though like that is my big ultimate no, no. I'm like, do not tell anyone you're they're going to be in your wedding party. Like if you're not, sh- you know, like until you're engaged and you know for sure. But Smashley has no role. She plays. I'm no fucking games. She thinks she's rich. She thinks she can have like 17 billion bridesmaids. So like I totally get it. Um, So my friend let me know that I was not going to be in her bridal party, which I would say is the first time I've been rejected. And um, I am so not mad about it. I felt so, so bad watching her having to tell me this, you know, which she didn't have to, but I actually kind of liked it. And it was like sparked this little debate in my mind about, you know, 
if there's someone that was like close to you that you thought was going to be a bridesmaid and you end up not putting them in, do you do you need to tell them, you know, or or can you just kind of slide by, which I think that most people would have just kind of, you know, slid by. But I would say that I actually appreciated the honesty. Like I appreciated the explanation. I just thought it was so funny because obviously I've been a bridesmaid 10 times. I talk about that all the time. This is my first time not, you know, not being one when I thought I might be, which is, like I said, so fine with me. I'm like, so not mad about it. Um, Especially because I'm like, I don't want to say this because I don't want to sound like a bitch, but I was like, one less dress to buy. Like, you know, that's nice. I was like trying to say that to make her feel better, but I also didn't want to sound like an ass. Like, of course I would have loved to be there in it, but I still get to go. It's not like she's like, you are not in the wedding and you're also not invited. <laughs> like, it's hard, but you, ha- I understand as someone with so many friends and only, you know, so many people that matter to me that I would want to have standing up there with me. Like, you just can't have everybody in your wedding. And if there, I told her, I was like, if there's someone to cut, please let it be me because I'm the one who's going to take, who's going to be calm and take it well. Like, I'll be totally okay. Um, You know, and, and I appreciate the conversation. I thought it was really nice. So interested to see, like, hit me up in the DMs if you've ha- had this happen to you. You're a bride. He's had to choose, had to tell somebody no. I just think it's so was just such an interesting concept that I haven't really been through. And I I honestly anticipate unless people which I I hope I anticipate having to tell people that I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But like the alternative is that if there's people, you know, I drunk told were my wedding and then I don't have to tell them they're not my wedding, then that means that we're not friends anymore. So I don't want that to happen. But I it was a very refreshing um, moment and and um, quite quite the clarity of, you know, hey, hey, bitch. Hey, wedding queen, queen, bridesmaid snob, maid of honor hoe, you can also be rejected. So don't get cocky, little Miss 27 dresses over here, you know, relax. Like, I'm sorry, what bitch, you're not going to be in every wedding. <laughs> um, So it's yeah, it's been a whirlwind, you guys. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel so bad that I'm so um, not happy at work. Because I really like the job I'm doing. And I think what's so frustrating, I kind of jumped back. Sorry. I think what's so frustrating is I I know I could do a good job and and there's outside variables. I have a hard time with control. Control is one of my um, things I was working on in therapy, but she hasn't seen a therapist yet. I like can't wait to go back to therapy to hash all this shit out. But control is something that I have a really hard time with. Like when I feel that I don't have control of my life, I just completely spiral, which obviously I know being kind of of a more entry level position and having had been, you know, a lot of my career, it's well, I was half and half, I'd say like I wasn't all entry level. I was a director and a morning show host. But, you know, it's just like, um, you know, I was a co-host, actually. So it's like I didn't, you know, I loved having my midday show when I was a co-host because I also got to like be a co-host, but I also had my own show where I got to be in control. Like I need a little bit of control things, which I think that my boss understands. Like there's projects that I own and 
and that makes me feel comfortable. There's things that I obviously can't own. She needs to and a lot that we collaborate on. And I love that. But when somebody comes in and kind of, you know, messes with that system or there's something I thought I had control of and it gets taken away. I see this a lot financially. Um, it, I like to try to be good with money and in control. And then sometimes I just spiral and I'm buying things or bills are coming or, you know, like this month, my um, my website renewal came up. My Microsoft Office renewal came up. Um, I was FabFitFun came out, which I thought I canceled. Um, Fabletics, I thought I canceled. Like all these bills just came out of nowhere. And I had to ask Jimmy and my dad for money. It was very embarrassing, but you know, has to happen. And, and I felt like this just overwhelming anxiety and stress and like not having control. And it's hard because I feel like I've worked on it a lot of situations where I used to be like needing to be in control of like events and things like that, where I love planning events, but I can also, you know, just be a sidekick now. I, I've gotten past that, but I don't think when it comes to like my own personal life, when it's something that has to deal with me and someone else's control, like I just totally, totally freak out about that kind of stuff. So I, I'm just feeling like I don't have control over my life right now. And it's, it's, I, and I'm, I'm just spiraling hot mess express spiraling about it. So I think at work when, you know, I thought everything was kind of like going well and then it wasn't, you know, it just kind of spiraled me into this thing too. And then I'm not saying I'm going to leave because I don't want anyone to like listen to this podcast that I work with and it's going to be like, she's looking for other jobs, fire her, which I'm not. But I'm just saying that I got nervous too because I've heard so many times where it's like, oh, you want your resume you know, to not look like you homie hop, basically. And I have a long standing time at Wine Country Radio. I think I worked there for about five years or so after college. But then, you know, I went to Oregon for six months and I have that six months on there. And then I was a temp at Aero Precision right after that. So that was another like six months. And then I've only been at Ghirardelli for, I think, well, it might actually be a year coming up. Um, in a few weeks. I don't know. But I was attempt there and not on a full time until October. So it's just like, I don't, I don't want, everyone keeps telling me, you know, your resume needs to look and it's just so stressful because you're like, okay, well, how do you balance between and once again, if anyone's listening to this from work, I'm not leaving. I'm just saying, though, one of the things I was like spiraling when I started to think like, I'm so miserable, is this job worth it? And then I was like, oh, well, you know, I have this whole, um, you know, idea of can I even go get will anyone even take me because it looks like I can't hold a job for a long time. You know, it's just so hard to balance of, you know, do I keep this so it looks good on my resume? I feel like so many of my jobs are like, okay, I just need to get to this point so it will look good on my resume. I remember thinking that at Wine Country all the time. It was like, okay, well, I need to hit a year at least. And I remember feeling that way in Oregon. I was so miserable. I was so miserable. I was so sick. Wasn't going to work. Was doing a horrible job at work. Like, you know, had all these other issues. And I was like, I just have to make it. I just I had this timeline for myself. I got to make it to a year. I got to make it to a year. I didn't. Spoiler alert, made it, you know, six months, I think barely. And, you know, there's just all this pressure. So I feel like I am not in control of this idea that I could go get another job if I wanted to. And then also 
not wanting to get another job at all, loving the job I'm in, but not necessarily loving the situation, if that makes sense, you know, not really loving the variables. So then, you know, then I'm smiling over that. And then just all these events coming up, you know, which is I love being a busy girl. I love my busy schedule. I love my busy life. But sometimes it just catches up to you and you're like, oh, my God, can I even can I do any of this shit? Like, am I qualified to do anything that I'm doing right now? (laughs) So that's my word vomit on how I'm feeling right now. Like, I'm sorry. What? I don't know. I need therapy to figure out why I'm such a psycho controlling freak. I need to be nicer at work. I need to let things just roll off my shoulders. Like Jimmy knows, you know, it's so hard because, you know, once once I get mad, it's so it's so hard for me to get unmad. And, you know, we got in this stupid argument on Sunday, Saturday, which was his fault, by the way. Um, You know, I told uh, told him. I kind of ended up having a jam-packed Saturday morning. I was dropping off chocolate to one of my friends. Then we had to pick up a friend in Runner Park and then go back to Santa Rosa. So, you know, I basically was like laid out a plan for him. And then he just like didn't follow my plan. And, you know, I got really upset because control, you know, I had this plan. I had it planned out. It didn't go the way that I wanted to. I freaked out, you know, and then um, and then I actually like was a good girl. And like got over it. And then he brought it back up and I just like flipped out again. And it took me so long that I went into a full panic attack. Like my angers lead to panic attacks. I have like anger panic attacks. If I get too mad, I just literally start hyperventilating and can't breathe. So it, it was just like this whole spiral thing. And, you know, it's just so it's just so much. It's so much. And so I don't want to feel that way all the time. So I, if you are also feeling like you have a hard time with control, I just want you to know you're not freaking alone. If you're listening to this and be like, she's a fucking psychopath, then take blessing and knowing that you don't feel this way all the time, (laughs) that you are not a psycho like I am. Not that if anyone else feels this way, you're not a psycho. I just like to call myself that to, you know, it it makes me laugh at myself and calm myself down, which is one of the, the ways I actually cope is by, you know, just Ashley, you're being so ridiculous right now. Like, bitch, relax. I have to tell myself, bitch, relax all the time. I should get it tattooed on my arm, which would not be good. Um, So I'm just still growing and learning and trying to figure out how to navigate, you know, through this crazy, crazy world. It's just so crazy. And I love doing this podcast and I'm glad that I'm back and I'm so excited for The Bachelorette, I'm sure Jillian and I will do a podcast soon to talk about it. Definitely a post podcast to see how she liked it. I have a few little like hidden surprises. I keep freaking out. I think I've talked about this last time that I don't have enough decorations or there's not enough gifts or, you know, I I get worried that people aren't going to have fun, but I think everybody will. And I just want it to be so perfect. But also I like wanted to do all these things. And now I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's right around the corner. So, you know, being a maid of honor is very fun and very hard. And, you know, I'll at the end of the day, it's very rewarding. Um, I haven't really tuned too much into the celebrity world right now, which is shocking. That's how that's how psycho I've been, you know. Um <laughs> but that was me um choking on some mucus and not snorting. I just want to make that clear, but <laughs> Also, I have a cold right now and I don't want to tell anyone because I don't want to be like coronavirus, as I talked about before, you know, 
relax. But I am enjoying that everybody, um, at least at my company, is like, please stay home if you're sick. I'm like, oh, thank God. So no one will be shaming. No one really, I don't think anyone actually shames each other for staying home sick. My anxiety just thinks that they do. But now I'm more afraid to go to work sick than to call out sick, if that makes sense right now. Um, so I guess that's that's good. If coronavirus is going to teach us anything, it should be that when you're sick, you have to stay home. But on the flip side of that, this is the, the I'm sorry what I wanted to talk about that I forgot. So now we're back on coronavirus because sister spiraling. So you just have to let her have it. Um, is that the one thing I will say about sick things that drive me crazy is that as a person who gets sick all the time, if I took every day off that I was feeling sick and not just like forget the Crohn's lupus fibromyalgia part, like just a common cold. If I didn't come to work every time I started to get a cold, I would never be at work. Like I literally get them all the time. Anyone who sneezes or coughs around me, like I'm getting it. So it's hard because it's a balance. Like one, I don't want to get everybody else sick, but two, I also can't afford that all my vacation days to be sick days. So I think that we need to be more sympathetic and understanding of maybe those like who can't just up and go home when they're sick, but also know your body. And if you think you're being contagious and like, you know, then go home. So try to be nice to people who cough in your office. Like don't hate them and don't be rude and don't be like, oh my God, they're so disrespectful for coming to work because it might, might be like, hey, if they don't go to this meeting, like they're going to get fired or, you know, if they miss something. It's just like, I don't know. I just think that we have to be understanding of everyone's sick time and, and things like that. Like, let's just try to be nicer and kinder and more understanding, which speaking of the only celebrity thing I heard today that I wanted to, I'm sorry, what is the fucking dick face that took pictures of Kobe Bryant's crash? Like one of the sheriffs, I guess, took pictures like, you know, not great photos of their bodies and stuff and Vanessa Bryant's like devastated obviously it's like what if she just goes on Instagram one day and like someone posts that and then she sees it like that is not something anyone should ever see especially not a grieving widow and you know mother that's just horrible so I'm sorry what the fuck is wrong with whoever did that you deserve to go to jail forever. Just like lock that person up. They are bad, bad, bad peoples, bad peoples. But you guys, that's all I had on celebrity news. But it's going to be Monday when this comes out. I am hoping for just a better week. I'm going to try to say, stay positive. I'm going to do my mantras. Stay positive is one of them. Um, You got this is one of them. Calm down, crazy bitch is one of them. <laughs> bitch, relax. I'm just going to try really hard to, to when a negative thought is coming my way, listen to it, accept it, breathe it, and then blow out a positive one. So if you are feeling negative this week, I implore you to join me on this journey of just breathing in the negative thought. Let it happen. Listen to it. Identify it. And then breathe out a positive one. I actually do. I'm getting back into my bullet journaling, which I had been doing historically for like the last year and a half. And I make myself a little chart 
of um, the six things I think I should be able to do in the day, which is like staying in my Weight Watchers points, working out, closing my rings, drinking 100 ounces of water. Um, Hot gossip is on there, which is so sad because I haven't colored that square in a long time. And um, I, I have my sixth one as like rotating depending on, you know, what I feel that week. So last week it was getting dressed. This week it's going to be hair, makeup and getting dressed. So hoping to close all my little squares this week. And then every day I have a to do list and next to it I have um, a positive positive thinking. So I write a little quote, a little note to myself every day to remind myself to be positive. And when something happens, I like look back at that note. So that's another thing to try. But I just think we can change our minds. Our minds sometimes are not in our control, which is so annoying. They're going to have negative thoughts, but I think we have the power to make them positive. And I have not been doing that in 2020. 2020, I have already kind of been a stupid little bitch. So I'm hoping March is a new month and I can turn that shit around. Um, Don't forget, I want to hear what you want to rant and bitch about. Like, let it out. So make sure if you have a fun rant, something stupid you saw in the news, you're like, ugh, whatever, anything like that hit me up on my website, ashleysleek.com. Hopefully the bill went through and it's still up. Fingers crossed. Um, And follow me on all social media platforms at Ashley Sleek. Hopefully Hot Gossip will come back someday. Your guess is as as good as mine. And um, okay, bye.